When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One time I was in a really big depression spiral of with McDonald's ordering and I was binge eating and, sure. and uh, I ordered what I had ordered every time I went there. And the woman was like, you again, you can't hit him with the you again. And I left the line and I went and I changed my life that day. Well, Joe, have you heard my story on the judges about my Taco Bell fiascos? No. Is I went through the Taco Bell drive through so many times that uh, eventually the guy was like, hey, what's up josh and i was like don't like that i don't like that that's not good at all and it happened so many times where i stopped going as much and then uh they got rid of baja blast zero freeze baja baja blast zero and i was and they're like oh we're all out and i was like like you mean you don't have it or you won't ever have it again and they're like yeah we won't ever have it again you were the only person who ordered it <laughs> I was like, that, i'm glad i was able to keep it around i guess yeah you were <laughs> the lifeblood uh, speaking of Joe, did you know they made a a Joseph Dubay flavor of Mountain Dew? I did not. What does it taste like? Oh, fr- fuck you, Fruit Quake. Mountain Dew Fruit. Oh, it's Fruit Quake. I didn't even read it. I thought it was Fruit Cake. I saw this and I said, I got to get it for, for the fridge pod. I put it on my business card. <laughs> I have not seen it in stores. Really? Yeah. It's everywhere around here. Well, so the listeners might remember that I said that occasionally I do a thing where I'm uh, when I'm oh, does it smell like horse shit? Yeah, it Let's smells. Taste bad. real quick before I tell my story. Oh, it's fine. It's spiced berry. Oh, it's fine. A little cinnamony. More like a root beer spice. Oh, root beer spice. That's my favorite Spice Girl. Yeah. She was always burping. Married to Daniel Beckham. Yeah. Don't tell Posh. <laughs> well, that's David. That's their brothers. Don't tell David that Daniel exists. This is really <laughs> the thing. He's a failed clone. I'm Daniel Beckham. I, I really like soccer. Straight in like Daniel. <laughs> Straight in like Daniel. Bend it like Beckham, straight in like Daniel. Those are the two. This leg on the on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Daniel Beckham, spokesperson for Mountain Dew Fruit Quake, and I, I have the straightest leg on the pitch. I was inspired by penguins in terms of how I run. In terms of how I love the I love that he also kind of speaks like Yoda, a British Yoda. Inspired by mm. penguins. In terms of how I run. <laughs> Alright, Joe, no more funny business. We're into serious business. Serious business. If you like the show, please apple.co slash friend requests. It's in the description. Leave a five-star review. Like this one. Savvy Dads. Great concept, great host, great podcast. Joe's bold, chaotic energy meshes perfectly with Josh's calculated chaos to form this wonderful masterpiece. If you enjoy finding out fun facts about people and wild tangents, this is the podcast for you. It's equal parts wholesome and wild. My new favorite pod to listen to as I perform my duties as a library rat. Thanks for yeah. the great content, boys. You're doing great. Podcasts huge in the library rat industry. 
I am so thankful that the rat because the rats run this city. Yeah, rats I'm run the so, city. Yep. And they're gonna love this. <laughs> I'm so glad they love this. Uh, I I don't think I've ever heard. I didn't realize that phrase perfectly described us. But the what was it? It was Josh's planned chaos, but Joe's your your calculated chaos and my chaotic my bold chaotic en- energy and your calculated chaos that's pretty on brand i feel yeah. like that really i feel like that might need to be our new like twitter bio bold bold and calculated bold and calculated that makes it sound like really just serial killers that sounds like we're gonna push a crypto scam to you next month Speaking of crypto scams, I believe my sister has also left a review, and I just wanted to bring that up to say I'm not reading it. You said that last episode, so I'm glad that you have not changed. Yeah, I could tell she was listening to the episode because she texted me uh, and texted me several uh, uh, exacerbated breathing out the nose emojis. And I knew exactly what she was talking about. <laughs> and the best part is I had, I think we, we must have pressed play at the same time because I had just gotten past that part as I was listening back to the episode. And um, I know I immediately knew. So hey, if you're seeing, if you're hearing this, which you are, I love okay. you, but I'm not reading your comment. Uh, I have now updated our bio to say jo- Joseph Dubay and Josh Highsmith have a show now. Deal with it. Bold energy and calculated chaos. Thank you, Dabby Sass, for that one. Uh, another order of business. Oh, it's just the fun thing. Uh, depends on how you define fun. I well, forgot what it was. Friends though. who do stuff together. Yeah, you is for you and me. Yeah, and N is and no, for no for survivors. It, oh, down here in the deep blue sea. I'm the plankton of the pod. Ay ay ay. Mister, I can't do a plankton. <laughs> Why did I try to do a plankton? <laughs> Not when I switch into maximum overdrive. Okay, that was pretty good. Let me not when not when I not 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 Mr. Krabs. What are you doing? Give me the Krabby Patty formula. There it is. Okay. What are you doing, Step Krabs? Bagdon, <laughs> I got I got Arr, I'm stuck in there. I'm, I'm stuck. stuck. In a, I'm stuck in a fryer. <laughs> I'm second to fryer. Come over and chum my bucket, Mr. Krabs. Sponge my bob till I square my pants. <laughs> Squid my word until I tennis balls. <laughs> All right. Joe, get into your little your little spinny segment. Next week is the Christmas episode. Non-denominational holiday episode. Next week is the winter wonder sewed. There it is. Um, and because of that, wait a minute. Yeah. Is next week the winter wonder sewed? Oh, uh, no, it'd be two weeks. From now. We'll cut That's this part fine. off because I, no, no, I'm no, no, wrong. No, no, no. Next week is because this episode comes out on the 15th. So <laughs> next week is the winter wonder sewed. The Winter Wonder Sewed is uh, an annual tradition I'm establishing now. Um, because you got to start somewhere. It is bold to say something is first annual. Yeah, it's like, like it's like when something <laughs> comes out and it's called volume 1 and you're like, "Oh." Mm. It's like when I you're reading they... a book and it says chapter 1 and you're like, "Wow." Bold Ooh. to assume you're going to write more pages. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I haven't gotten to the <laughs> further but they could all be blank. Uh, Star Wars saying episode 4 insane how do they know there was three parts before it yeah how do they know about chewbacca <laughs> hey he's how chewbacca. Do they know about chewbacca's tobacco addiction mm-hmm. so what are we doing joe for the winter wonder sode josh and i are gonna get each other our first ever christmas presents that's, That's right. right. Sorry. Winter Wonder Sewed present. <laughs> our first ever Winter Wonder Sewed presents. I just, I'm indoctrinated by capitalist Christianity. But our first ever Winter Wonder Sewed presents. But how do you do that? Well, we decided to. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked that question. <laughs> somebody, said, somebody out there was like, how do they get each other presents? Hmm. 
So what we're going to do is um, we have a limit of $30 and we are going to have to buy each other uh, the best amount of gifts we can um, based <laughs> best on Best amount. <laughs> Not most. We had to alter the rules from most. <laughs> we had to alter the rules from most because I was like, oh, it's whoever can get the most. And I said, but you can't like buy a hundred cocktail umbrellas. <laughs> and Josh said, that was literally my plan. <laughs> A bag of sand. Listeners, Josh counts <laughs> sand by the grain. He thinks that if you went to Lowe's and you were like, hey, um, uh, this is a great bag of sand, but could you take out 2,000 grain? That's all I need. Oh, I'm sorry. If you say I've got sand in my mouth, am I just supposed to imagine an amount of numbers of how many sand grains it is? One grain of sand is just as annoying as 20 grains of sand. Arguably more annoying. Hey, I would say that having 20 grains of sand in your mouth is probably worse than one. Maybe. Comment Continue. below. Anyways, Continue. I'm going to share this. I made, a, I made a thing. I made a wheel. And this wheel is chock-a-block full of um, things that could be what we give each other. So this is like themes? Yeah. And it, whatever it lands on. So okay. one of them might be dinosaurs. One of them might be dinosaurs. Whatever it lands on is uh, what we'll get each other. So, so I'm going to spin for you first. This is what you're going to get me. Okay. All right. Look at this terrible colors. <laughs> hey, you want the worst palette of green you've ever seen? It was so bad. All right. And we're spinning. I wonder what theme <laughs> of present Josh will have to get me. I hope it's not bugs because I'm going to send you bees. Fun, fun kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have fun with that one. Okay. And let's see what oh, I'm God. getting, Josh. How, are, you, are you okay with getting an apron that says kiss the cook and it's a man bent over fully exposing his anus? Of course I am. <laughs> Marine, marine biology. Of course. The two things that we're known for. Fun kitchens and marine biology. Now, I'll give you this. Sand. It's the first one. <laughs> sand <laughs> we could do a do-over no and choose and have to choose between the two how about joe if you do a do-over you have to take the second one so you That's can't do go you back on fun kitchen no i'm gonna get you the dumbest shit i want to do a do-over on marine biology for you <laughs> okay you could have got me sand for marine biology is all i'm saying and it would have been fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get you cooking sand but fun Cooking sand. Yeah, you cook with it. Damn Outdoors. It. You have to get it. Why we, is that a damn it? Can we recon back to marine biology? <laughs> Why is outdoors a damn it? You made the list. You shouldn't have put <laughs> You're right. multiple things on here where you were like, really hope it doesn't land on 80% of these. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm going to get you outdoors theme presents. Okay. Sand is outdoors. <laughs> Do you want to? See, do we want to talk about some of the ones that are also on here? Like, yeah, I know you put a lot of work into it. I got dinosaurs. Okay, uh, I got one here that says influencer. Okay. Now here's one. It says gay agenda. That would have been pretty funny. I don't know what I would get for that. Would have been funny, huh? I don't know what I would have like purchased for that, but it would have been funny. What would you have done if you had gotten being fancy? A uh, hundred cocktail umbrellas. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I would have got you like a bow tie that says like fancy on it. That's good. I have one here that says pranks. Okay. So that's a box full of bees. Or you could have gotten me several prank things so I could prank other people. Or yeah. Toilet paper. Yeah. So I can't wait for my fun kitchen presents. And I hope you're going to love... Your outdoors presence that I'm going to get you. Fun kitchen. Now, I do live close to a very famous uh, state park, so. Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, uh, ooh, actually, yes, yeah. They're talking about moving it inside, but currently it is still outdoors, so. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't want to get political, but I'm going to. Indoor state parks are ruining this country. Yeah. It's like, geez, stop shoving it down my throat. Like, the way I interpret the Bible, 
Okay, interesting start. Parks are made for a man and a woman. <laughs> for sure. Outside. Yeah. It's, you put inside? Inside what? The closet? It's Ranger Adam and Ranger Eve, not Ranger Adam and Ranger Steve. Exactly. But we can't because- have Ranger Adam and Ranger Eve work together anymore because there was a sexual harassment lawsuit. It's still pending. Ranger Adam's a great guy. He just got a little drunk on the new job, said some things. Horrible, horrible. Ranger Steve and Ranger Adam currently working together. But it is not Ranger Adam and Ranger Steve. It is Ranger Adam and Ranger Eve. Do you know why they always put um, uh, cis opposite gendered uh, park rangers together in those little towers? Why? Because uh, every cis partnered opposite gender park ranger team is actually uh, specifically picked out to repopulate the earth. Okay. I was wondering if this was a real thing or a funny thing. And boy, I'm glad it was a funny thing. I love it. It wasn't even a funny thing, actually. It was, I did it so poorly. No, I, I, th- it was funny that it was believable. <laughs> I was like, for a second, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> They're so high up in those little houses. They yeah, can not- see when the world ends and they just no- start pumping out babies. When the rapture happens, Ranger Adam and Ranger Eve are just like, hey. I yeah, mean, all... I'm going I'm to flood your earth until you know in my ark, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to get all one of each animal. All rangers are atheists and therefore will not be raptured. That's true. It's actually, I do know somebody who is a park ranger and they hate God. They don't even not believe him. They just fucking loathe the guy or gal or non-binary deity. Uh, Ariana Grande seems to think she knows that God is a woman. I had a, a college professor who uh, he was a physics professor and like he was my professor for thermodynamics and quantum physics. And uh, Whoa, guys, Josh is a smart one. And Joe and dropped out of his history program. One of he was actually a really great guy. But one of the like little jokes that he always did. And I, I, when I say joke, I mean, like he didn't mean it jokingly, but he always did it. It was one of his things he did was whenever somebody whenever he's explaining like why, like as an example, like he wouldn't have talked about this, but like Avogadro's number, the number of, of moles in a whatever the fuck, I don't remember. It's 6.023 times 10 to the 23rd or whatever it is. Uh, Riveting. He's like, when he's like, that's because that's how God does decided that she wanted that number to be. And so whenever he'd be like, cause God designed it her way, he would always make God a woman or use, use like feminine pronouns. And there was one guy in my class who every time it would happen would go, <laughs> roll his eyes and look at me. I'm like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> why that guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's I'm a fundamental Christian right there. Why do you think I'm on your side? But obviously he was a physicist. So I don't even think he believed in God, but I don't know. Continue. Let's get into the bit, Joe. The bit. Hey, I wanted to say this, but I forgot to say it. And then I thought about it after the fact. But we're in the double digits now. And what my elementary school principal told me is, once you hit the double digits, you can never go back. And that's a really fucking wild thing to tell a kid on his 10th birthday. <laughs> that would ruin me. Yeah, it was fucking insane to have done that. Little 10-year-old Joe learning about the continuity of time. Uh, right? So I thought, you know, on our journey to, like, getting to know each other, we should talk about growing up. And and. And I know, Josh, that you are just chock-a-block full. This is the second time I said that. Chock-a-block. <laughs> That's my favorite Street Fighter character. <laughs> uh, he doesn't say Hadouken. He just says Hadouken. He makes the sound. But I know that you're just stuffed to the gills with stories about elementary school because you went to one elementary school and it was it was like it was like sideways stories from Wayside School by Lewis Garcher. I know that reference. He wrote Holes. I know that movie. <clears throat> that one was sincere. It's a book, too. I read the you book. idiot. I read the book in elementary school, Joe. I read the book in elementary school, and we had an ice cream party to watch the movie. Oh, I feel like you should have had, like, lemonade or something. We should have had uh, fermented peaches. I guess the, <laughs> the optics of fermented peaches would have been great and onions. The optics of having uh, anything close to a lemon party for, with elementary schools, like you couldn't have a lemonade party because people would be like, hang on. What do you mean by that? 
Uh, no, I got to derail. There's a video that oh, I saw. Oh, were we today on a rail, this, Joe? <laughs> there's a video I saw today of this Christian guy being like, porn Porn made me do gay things. Okay. And, um, but at a certain he 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 goes to list what he was into, but he said, he goes, and I was watching all sorts of stuff that I never thought. Sixth grade, uh, and he goes to like launch and like talking about starting to watch porn in sixth grade, but it makes it sound like he's listing sixth grade as a thing he watched as porn. Oh and yeah. It was so Wow. Bad. Wait, how old was this guy? This guy must have been like twenty two. Okay, so young. As I was gonna say, like porn in sixth grade is wild to me, but that's the times we live in. When I was in elementary school, I found a bag of porn in the woods. How did that go for you? We, well, so, so I used to it, live. It, it, the story ends with you in your principal's office saying, "Once you go to double digits, Joe, you can never go back." <laughs> you watch porn ten times, and then what are you gonna do? Be no, gay um, about it. <laughs> so for so I went to two elementary schools. I went to one elementary school here in South Carolina, and then my family moved to Tennessee for three years. And in Tennessee, I was just wandering in the woods trying to catch salamanders with a couple of my friends. And we found a log, and we lifted the log up, and under the log was a duffel bag, and in that duffel bag, Playboy. I feel like I've heard this story, or similar stories. Like, that's what people did with their porn, so the missus didn't find it. Right, and when I started hearing other people, like, I hear a lot from, like, older comedians on their podcasts. I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, it's a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. People will just hide their porn in bags in the woods. Working, Working with my brother, where we're going through, like, a lot of, like, uh, dead people's houses it's just like you'll you just you always find a stash of like physical porn and it's like hidden in, in some weird spot and it's like you know clearly hidden away from one of the other partners and it's like just fucking talk about it like <laughs> i don't know it's so weird all right but i have we're not i have you talking about porn that's middle school episode we're talking about so real quick i moved a ton when i was young uh right i moved from this is this is from the ages of four till nine or ten. I moved from, I guess I shouldn't say, uh, eh, it doesn't matter. I moved from Winona, Illinois, which is a very small town, to uh, apartment in Rockford, and then a house in Rockford, and then Janesville, Wisconsin, and then a place, and then another place. So I moved six times in those years. Every pretty much every school year, I was moving. I didn't form a lot of like friendships, whatever, because you're always moving. I have one, maybe like two formative memories from those times. Shall yeah. I share them now? Share them. One, I'm a fucking piece of shit snitch. I had the cru- I had the crush, not a crush. I had the, the crush. crush on this girl in. I was in first grade. Oh, I forgot. I lived in Manhattan too, so I moved eight times. Well, a New York elite, Manhattan, Illinois. Oh, uh, <laughs> Illinois elite. Uh, oh, that's right. Because you were safe on nine eleven. Right. Uh, so this was this would have been I was I was in Wisconsin at the time. So I think I was in first grade or maybe kindergarten. I can't remember. What year was it? I don't remember, man. Uh, I mean, it was before Manhattan, so it would have been two thousand esque. So okay. I would have been six ish. Uh, so I had this huge crush on this girl. Her name was Dana, and I had this really really big crush on her. And one of our projects was we had to write a book and and then we would like draw the pictures into the book and then we got it printed and like pressed. And so we had our own little book and I made a book about me and Dana and then two of the other kids in the class going and fighting a dragon and saving who someone. Right. And I showed it to her and then she kissed me on the cheek and said, thank you. And then I told the teacher she kissed me and then she got moved out of the class. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, I have a crush on you, but hey, that's against the rules, honey. <laughs> I'm telling the teacher. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mrs. James. <laughs> some of the conduct between students is getting a little <laughs> PG. I don't I don't know if she got like got kicked out of school or like if she just I never saw her again. And again, she I moved. died, Josh. I moved. So it's like I don't know what happened. Uh, and then the other story was there's the same classroom. Uh, well, hold on. 
Yeah. Because I just want you to know that the story you answered, you just said, answered a question we received from the yeah. Hannah Banana 12 on Instagram at <clears throat> Fridge Pod on Instagram, who asked, who is your first crush? And that is like, the wow. Crush. I mean, it was the crush. I don't remember yeah. what she looks like uh, at all. I just remember my drawing of her. She had white overalls on. I we gotta find Dana. <laughs> Dana, if you're out there, <laughs> uh, we know to this day still wearing the whites. The other and I, I had a pair of boy. This is just bringing back all the elementary school memories. I had a pair of you white didn't think overalls. You had any folks, but it all it took was a memory of love. When I lived in Manhattan, so I would have been in. Uh, that was when nine eleven happened, so two thousand one. Uh, what what month? <laughs> I caused I caused nine eleven. <laughs> I had a pair of overalls. They were Pokemon white Pokemon overalls, and it said Pokemon, and then it had the three starters and Pikachu right here on the right in the middle there. Right in the and tit. I, and I got a mustard stain on them. Oh, I didn't stop your boy from wearing them, and my, until my mom, I must, I maybe I grew out of them, but I used to wear those things every fucking day. <laughs> That's not mustard. That's Pikachu's electricity. And then I probably said some stupid shit like that. Uh, and then the only other memory I really have, like that came to mind when you talked about it is uh, I was in speech therapy because uh, I couldn't pronounce my R's very good. And this is the only time I ever got my card flipped. The only time ever uh, I was oh, your behavior card. Yeah. I was, I guess I should explain. And if you don't have behavior cards, it goes from green to yellow to red. If you go to red, you're getting a letter to the note or letter to the principal or whatever your family. Yellow card is like, hey, watch it. So I got my card flipped to yellow because um, there's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. Yellow card is also what Daniel Beckham gets when he gets a little mouthy on the pitch. Too straight, legs too straight. (laughs) I'll show you too straight. Uh, I was the teacher of the of the class I was in was giving their story time. Love everybody loves story time. And this story was fucking riveting. I don't know what it was, but it was riveting. And my speech therapy teacher comes in to like get me and I go, hang on a minute. <laughs> and I go I the teacher was like, you need to go with her. And I was like, but this story's so good. And she's like, no, you gotta go. And I came back, my card was flipped and I was like What's that horse shit? You're going to ruin my perfect record? Because I have a love of literature? <laughs> that's all I got, Joe. I mean, that's good. We had, I had one of my elementary school teachers had a, it was, it was green, yellow, red, and black. Oh, that's racially motivated. That's when they would, they would kill the child. <laughs> black is when the bubonic plague was released back into the world. <laughs> this so is your sorry. fault. Joe's misbehaved. <laughs> Everybody cover your mouths. Jimothy Rat. said a swear. He said but again. So now everybody gets plague. I meant it. I meant it as a con- I meant it to combine sentences. <laughs> yes, you were I, combining farts and poops. I said fart butt poop. <laughs> fart butt poop. That's what happened to me just now. I had nicotine gum. I thought fart butt poop. <laughs> My mom said that it would make me look cool in front of the other second waiters. Hey, kids, you guys <laughs> like gum? You ever have gum that makes you fucking awake? <laughs> um, what, is, what are you biting in that in that pantomime? <laughs> I flipped. I flipped the gum oh, up. Oh, I didn't see I went, the flip. <gasps> Very cool. I bit out of a big apple. Yeah. <laughs> I never caught the gum. <laughs> An apple flew out of nowhere. I also had the crush in elementary school. Interesting. Let's talk about it on the other side of this break. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Josh, I had a pet snake, and I did not take care of that pet snake, and I don't have that pet snake anymore. Try as I might. But (laughs) here's the thing. Life's not all about pet snakes. What you really should be paying attention to is your brain and yourself and your mental health. Because you might not know when a pet snake has a respiratory infection, but I, da- I, dare- I guarantee you know when you're feeling bad. And better help online therapy can help with that. 
Navigating any of your life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether that be the loss of a pet or maybe it's complicated schoolwork. Maybe you have complicated issues with a relationship or whether it be family, career change. But BetterHelp Online Therapists, they're trained to help you figure out the cause of your challenging emotions and also learn how to deal with them. BetterHelp has connected over three million people with an M with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere 100% online. Sometimes you live in a town doesn't have a lot to offer when it comes to therapy. Sometimes you live in a town with a lot to offer that comes to therapy and you just don't vibe with those therapists and you can't like move just to get better therapy. BetterHelp is an option for people who need to find the right match for them. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched over 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash requests. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash requests. R-E-Q-U-E-S-T-S. Thanks, BetterHelp. Okay, and what was that crush, Joe? Haley. Haley Steinfeld? Haley Steinfeld. No. Hey, I can't believe you doxed her. I am going to bleep her name. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably a good point. <laughs> um, I think we are Facebook friends. But um, but I had a huge crush on her in fifth grade. And I hadn't really been paying attention to having crushes in elementary school. I was very focused on being the funniest guy sure. who um, had always had Gogurt and could quote the um, the sand people. They were animals. I slaughtered them like animals. Like that was my thing. Sure. Very good at dodgeball, you know. And, oh, I did this thing in elementary school a lot. You know how cartoon characters will look incredulous and they'll like raise an eyebrow but it kind of makes them look like one of their eyes is half closed. Yeah. That's how you would draw a cartoon. When a human does that, it looks like you have a weird problem with your face. Sure. But I would like just do, and I can't, I, like my eye wouldn't get any more open. So I'll, I would just do like this. <laughs> I like have one eye almost entirely closed and then an eyebrow raised and my eyes don't open that wide. Sure. And <laughs> so that was one of my my coolness in elementary school, but hey, but Haley was dating my buddy Addison, and I had a big crush on Haley. But I was very loyal to my boy Addison. And I told Addison, I said I like Haley, and he said, "Well, I'm dating Haley." And I said, "I get it." But Haley and I were talking about how um, she found a bag of condos in her dad's bedside table. And okay, that's crazy. sure. And why, were you, why, were you, why were you why were you why were you going through your dad's bedside table, Haley? I don't know, but then she also saw – I saw a truck at the Piggly Wiggly, and it was about – there was a truck that was advertising condos. We didn't know they were called condoms. Wait, like condominiums? We were saying condos, but they were <laughs> condoms. Yeah, it, like, was, it was this like thing where it was like a house, but it's split in half, so you get half of it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty great. You rent instead of buy. Uh, and I was like, so I feel like we have a thing, and he was like, here's the deal. I'm actually pretty tired of dating Haley. And I was Whoa. like, dude, relationships are difficult. And he was like, I need you to do me a favor. And I need you to break up with Haley at recess for me. Oh, no. And I was like, you got it. I walked up and said, Haley, Addison really liked being your boyfriend. But it's over. And then we ran around the playground, and I wish I could have been a teacher, because because <laughs> me and Zach and John and Evan and Addison, five boys, ran laps around the field yelling, "Free man! He's a free man!" for like two minutes, <laughs> just like continuously yelling, "Free man!" Sure. And then as soon as I was done, I went right back up to Haley, and I was like, "I." like you as a <laughs> and she was like i just got out of a relationship <laughs> not looking for a rebound yet and i was like fair enough 
fair enough. <laughs> I move away forever at the end of this school year anyways. <laughs> really? Who'd you just break up with? <laughs> oh, man, that's wonderful. Went back to South Carolina. And I was like, yeah, I kind of had a girlfriend last year. I kind of had a girlfriend for a little bit last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already had a girlfriend, kind of, so it's okay. And she was a Tennessee 7. She was 7 years old and lived in Tennessee. <laughs> 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 Which would be a South Carolina seven. It's the same scale. It's time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, here's a question from Instagram as well. Yeah. From uh, Lola Kuka. I hope that's how you pronounce your name, and I also hope your name isn't a slur. Uh, did <laughs> Did you guys learn? <laughs> what if you were just like? School? We have a question from Ryan Johnson. I hope that's how you pronounce your name, and I hope that's not a slur. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, ha, cursive in elementary school. Did we, you had to learn it, right? Yep, I sure did. Do you still use it? I just tried to write in cursive uh, a couple days ago because I'm planning for a stream that I'm gonna. I was using a whiteboard, and I was just like, "Oh, it's writing cursive." And boy, did I struggle to write Aurora. Too many dips, too many loops. It's, Don't like it. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Insane that they were like, you have to learn to do this just for checks. <laughs> this is how adults do writing. Yeah. The only person who I still know writes in cursive is my mom. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's like write that... in cursive. And dads, I don't think any dad can write by hand. Dads struggle to find the carpentry pencil around their house and then go, ah, give it to your mother. <laughs> if it's not rectangular, I don't know how to hold it. <laughs> They reach behind the ear, realize it's a cigarette, not a pencil, and go, I'm all uh, out of luck, kid. I'll just do tech. I'll just do voice to text. <laughs> um, can I read a tw- tw- Twitter question? Read a Twitter question. Uh, Fridgepod at twitter.com. At FRJJPod. Did you guys ever have asshole teachers in elementary school who were beefing with children for no reason? I have a very specific story. Hit me with it. So I would have been in f- fourth grade. There is this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Sharp. She's a substitute teacher. Her name was Mrs. Sharp. Everybody knew Mrs. Sharp as like, it's like one of those people who she was like 80. And it's like, why are you still doing this? You clearly don't enjoy it. Uh, and we always called her Mrs. Shark because she sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and we were kids and we thought that was a really good insult. And there was this kid, I assume came from a very poor background, who always smelled like fucking dog shit. Wore the same pair of sweatpants every day, same messy hair, same collared polo shirt. Never looked, you know, never got put together. And there's one time we were reading, like silent reading. And Mrs. Sharp was our, uh, Ms. Sharp, sorry. Not Mrs. Sharp. Nobody would ever freaking marry her. Uh (laughs) Got him. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, but she was, you know, the sub that day. And we're reading. And this kid goes up and she, he was like, hey, can can I go to the bathroom? And she's like, no, sit down. And so he sat down. And then he comes back up. And he's like, I really need to go to the bathroom. And she's like, you can go to the bathroom after lunch or something. I don't know. So he sits back down and then shit himself. No way. And so he went up to Mrs. Sharp at the desk and was like, everybody could smell it, obviously. You can't sneak a shit. And so he went up and was like, hey, you can try. You fail. Uh, Hey, Mrs. Sharp, I really got to go to the bathroom. And she's like, why do you need a? Oh, Oh. okay. And then she sent him to the nurse. And then he was sent home for the school that day. But everybody knew that he fucking shit himself just because she was being a freaking piece of shit. That sucks so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Poor kid. Boy, did he get made fun of a lot. Let that, let that settle for a minute. Yeah. That's like I his... didn't have beef with a teacher. I had a teacher who Miss Phillips was like, hey, everybody, we're going to sign a peace treaty so that... Um, for the next 30 days, no one's going to watch anything violent, play anything violent, read anything violent. That's awesome. And my parents were like, and I literally went home and I was like, 
Miss Phyllis wants us to sign this thing that says we can't be violent, but I really like playing my BattleBots game. And am I going to have to stop playing with that and with Bionicles because it's violent? And my mom was like, you're going to sign it and then you're going to ignore it because that's insane. That's so funny. What an insane thing to be like, hey, <laughs> you're in your free time. You could not have fun. Yeah. Also, like, was she seeing kids being like, yeah, my favorite activity is Knife Fight Central. Was it? What, I, this was probably peak, like, the media, like, being like, every kid's playing Grand Theft Auto and it's about hookers. <laughs> They're getting in there, Grand Theft Autos. And they're doing the hot coffee cheat, and they're sexing with guns. <laughs> I had a I had a beef with a parent that was not mine. Okay. First grade, Thomas's dad. Fuck Thomas, his dad. You're gonna really. Here's the ding. Here's the dang ding dang thing. Thomas's dad would come to school every Wednesday, and bring pizza. And it was never to share. It was always pizza for him, a full pizza for him and for pizza, Thomas. Pizza for Thomas. And then he would give Thomas a Pokemon card in front of everyone. Now this is this is unrelated, but Thomas, if you're listening, I knew because I one time in kindergarten made the mistake of getting the same kind of Pokemon cards your dad was getting you. They were fucking stickers, Thomas. They weren't playable. I mean, the stickers are pretty cool, though. Yeah, but they weren't real cards. They were fucking stickers. Take take that. Take that to the TGC. You can't. Get that shit graded. But my but one one day at recess, it was a Wednesday, so Thomas's dad was, like, around talking to the teachers. We were at recess right after lunch, and we were all on top of the, the play fort that had a place where we'd like to jump off. Just jump off. Yeah. That was the game. The game the answer, is, we had a thing on Instagram asked what my favorite activity was on, on the playground. We like to jump off of stuff. And everyone's jumping off and doing tricks. Spins, uh, a star, uh, lots of those. Um, straight like leg. Waving your hands really fast, but you're falling. Who's got the and, straightest uh, legs? Kiefer went. Kiefer, Bryson, Skyler. These are all real names. That sounds like, like, a, like you went surfing with them. <laughs> It sounds like, uh, yeah, it sounds like what someone who never was a child would have named all the kids in their story. (laughs) And then it was Thomas's turn, and then it was my turn. And when Thomas jumped, he landed and bit his tongue and started crying. And then I jumped down, and I was like, let's go, round two, more jumping. I love this jumping game. You guys see I did the star? It's pretty good. Pretty good, like a star you. Yeah. And um, they're like, Thomas is crying. And he's like, I bit my tongue. Oh, I bit my tongue. His, his tongue's bit. I'm not doing an affectation. Yeah. And um, it's bleeding a little bit. And they're like, oh, everyone's like, are you good? Are you good? And he's like, Joseph pushed me. And I had not pushed him. What a freaking Weasley little liar, dude. So he runs to his dad and the teacher. And the teacher's like, Joseph, go to the fence. So I went to the fence. <laughs> the and worst, dad- The worst punishment as a child. His dad, a fully grown man, this guy balding, he must, I mean, uh, and you'll know in a second why I remember him so clearly. Uh, He walked up to me, put both of his adult man hands on my first grade shoulders, pushed me against the fence and said, if you ever push my son again, I'll push you way harder. Whoa, you can't say that to a six year old. You can't do that to any child that isn't your child. You can't do that to your own child. (laughs) No. You you can probably not do that to an adult <laughs> as an adult. And I'm going to be completely honest. I do not know how that got resolved with the adults. Oh, sure. I know right. that I had to talk to the principal about what his dad had done. And I know that my mom like called the school. And I know that my, my dad claims that off the record, he threatened him. <laughs> oh, fun. But I, I, I was that, that that was my beef. Not with a teacher, but with fucking Thomas's dad. Um, I'm going to read a Patreon question. Is that okay? Great one. We got boneheads asking questions. And they get priority. Sorry, everybody else. Uh, 
this Jesus is from Christ. this is from Joe. I didn't now, do it. Joe and I went to the same school, not in elementary school, to be fair, uh, for a couple of years. But he is a class above me. So regardless, he asks, what is our favorite school lunch and or favorite thing to do in P.E.? So on three, Joe, I think we should answer both of those are both very good questions. Joe, now this is elementary school, not anywhere else. Right. So if your answer changes. So on three, we'll say our favorite elementary school PE activity. Ready? Three, two, one. Foxtails. Whoa. Okay. Scarf juggling seems like I said foxtails. I feel like it's the same thing. Are they the very thin floaty bits of fabric that you'd toss up and they gently float down and you grab them and then you toss them up and you grab them and you toss them up. No, but mine was a ball with a big ribbon on the end of it that you would throw and it would spin as you threw it. Oh, that is very cool. Yeah. That's I loved playing catch with that. There was like the scarves were like part of a weird, like you have to be able to toss and catch and toss and catch, like prove that you're, have hand-eye coordination oh. and then you have to you have to put your hand behind your back and link it with your other hand sure i i'm googling it that i totally remember those now i feel like we both were wrong because the right answer should have been floor scooters okay so for me that would go more towards grade school a little bit of a sport. okay so this is elementary school that we're talking about yes so you mean middle school sorry whatever i don't know the words That's i just okay. i just showed up and did the freaking homework <laughs> But I uh, love the scarves. Uh, that should have told me a lot about myself back then. <laughs> oh, the bright, beautiful neon scarves that we toss around. I'm really a big fan of those. I'm I'm looking. Uh, they are called foxtails. Uh, uh, there's also stuff called tail balls, but it is just literally a ball with a colorful tail. What about <laughs> tail balls? Tails balls. <laughs> what about sonic cloaca? Um, uh, another one of my favorite time activities was when i lived in janesville i don't know we didn't live in a good house or like neighborhood in janesville uh but the school must have had really good funding because it was a beautiful school they had like uh wonderful like dances and activities and shit and like they had a full what wonderful dances oh It was the only school that I ever physically like. I remember going to every single dance. I was like, "Mom, Dad, I need eight dollars. I gotta go dance and get nachos and orange iced tea. I gotta do it. That's my thing this year." And then I never went to dances ever again after we moved out of Janesville. Uh, but Josh they, didn't even go to prom. I I didn't go to prom. I went to prom my senior year. But we'll get to that in three months. Uh. I loved in Janesville, they had roller skates for the kids. And so uh, Janesville is also when I learned how to do speed stacking, like the speed cups. They just they they just came in and they're like, everybody, we're going to market to you, children. (laughs) Look how cool these speed stack cups are. Look at the world record hoarder. Isn't that cool? You could be like them. (laughs) Then every kid had their parents buy them speed stacks. (laughs) Did you guys, and this was a question we were asked by someone, um, did you have a yo-yo guy come to your school? Oh, that sounds familiar, but I don't have like a solid memory of that. We didn't have one. No, I I, I feel like it was probably the same guy selling the fucking speed stacks. Because I, yeah. I remember specifically being super into yo-yos for like three months. I was like, I got a yo-yo trick book. I was like, give me, I had... I had the lazy yo-yos. I had the ones that automatically reclined. I had like four or five yo-yos, and I was like, "This is the, this is my thing. I'm doing." That was also. I also had an <laughs> elementary school yo-yo phase. I was like, the, "I'm yo-yos now. I'm sorry." I would go to yoyoguy.com and like look and <laughs> scroll through all the yo-yos. Yoyoguy.com or yo-yo man. It might have been yoyoman.com. Let's let's see if either of those instantly give me a virus now. Yo-yo man is not claimed currently. Yo-Yo Guy? Wow, only 4800 bucks for Yo-Yo Man. YoYoGuy.com. 20 years and still spinning. 800 Yo-Yo Guy. Yeah, I so I bought I had a, I had the butterfly and I had a speed beetle. I I literally so Christian as a bit slash not really a bit learned how to Rubik's Cube recently. 
And right. I've been trying to think of like what's something that I can do that like is adjacent to that or we could do together. And uh, my first thought was Bop It. I was like, let's set like a world record or something on Bop It. But Bop It have internal high scores that you can't go over. They want to limit your ability to be great. Right. So I, we can't Bop It. But I was at this at Walmart yesterday buying stuff. Um, and I was in the kids' toys aisle. And I stared very longingly at the Bop It. And I was like, I should still get it. Uh, and then I walked across the yo-yos and I was like, how can you convey to people that like, no, it's a bit that I'm learning how to be good at yo-yo. <laughs> I had a resurgence of yo-yo love four years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I, cause, but I had adult money. So now uh -oh, I have that's several dangerous. professional competitive grade yo-yos in a lunchbox <laughs> under my bed. That's dangerous. It's dangerous to like get nostalgia while having an adult job. Yeah, I had like a I had an everyday carry yo-yo that I was really and they're all the ones that they don't come back up. You gotta set them right. to come back up. You got you gotta tell them. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh favorite school lunch. Uh on the count of three? Yeah. Three, two, one. Smiley pizza. face french fries. Okay. That's fair. I liked the pizza. Pizza's good. Can't go wrong with pizza. You can, actually. Joe, I don't think you ever talked about this. Thoughts on Chicago deep dish? Uh, never had one. All right. We'll have to get you some because it's very good. And for everybody, the un the, the unoriginal, that's soup. That's a pasta. Shut the fuck up. You've never had a real Chicago deep dish pizza. I had Chicago deep dish pizza yesterday and today for leftovers. And... It's made in a way that it's not, it's literally structurally sound. You can pick it yep. up and eat it. It's a fucking pizza. It drives me insane. People are like, if you have to eat it with the fork, you have never had Chicago deep dish pizza. Continue. Uh, Jeannie from the Patreon wants to know, um, what was the weirdest thing that ever happened at your school that you remember? You remember anything weird happening? No, if you got one, you can go and I'll try to remember. We had an international celebration. Oh, what? I remember it immediately. <laughs> Every year we'd have like an international day where okay. we all get out by what I can only describe as a totem pole created by white people. But each totem, yes! part of, each one was a different like ethnicity. And then they'd march all the kids up who represented any kind of any kind of ethnicity. All right. And be like. All right, Browns. These are our state kids. <laughs> You're adopted. So wave at your white parents and say something in Spanish. All right, Asians, you're all a monolith to me. No matter which country you're from, get over here. Uh, Filipinos. Really great. Look at that. Filipo we Filipinos. Got one guy from India. Filipinos, you stay with the Hispanics. That's I know my that. African American right over there. <laughs> That's my African American. Oh, well, we, we did not have any black students in Tennessee. Um, until one all, family who, the entire state well and not at my school <laughs> and then uh my 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 um my dad we were in tennessee because my dad was in seminary becoming a pastor and we had uh another seminary family come in and they were um from north carolina but the fam but the parents were from nigeria so all of a sudden we went from having no african-american students to my buddy chiji ubabako who had the most african-sounding name these kids had ever heard in their entire life especially to and have with the tennessee southern accent that had to have gotten no pronounced yeah no way and they were always trying to touch his hair literally and all the memes yeah all literally all the the coach was like get him on the soccer team get him on the basketball team and he was just like i don't i don't like this attention in north carolina i'm just another kid right. but here on this mountaintop school i'm like a unicorn uh, that's they were, oh, they loved it when we got him. They loved that they could have him and his, his siblings come up and be like, and finally, on International Heritage Day, <laughs> we got black kids. We can complete the totem. Oh, it was so problematic. Uh, the, the most crazy thing I can think of, and this is, you know what, I, now that I'm about to say it, it's probably something else, but we, was when I lived in Rockford, um, and so I was in kindergarten. Yeah, Rockford, Connecticut. <laughs> uh, 
we had a pet snake, like a school snake that like was there and is in a terrarium. You could see it mel- uh, molt and everything. It was cool. And then one day it was just not in there. Yeah. And so everyone was like, where's, where's the snake? <laughs> what happened to the snake? And, and like, it was like, the snake is missing everyone. If you see the snake, let us know. I feel like potentially it could have like the snake died or something. And they just like pretended like it got out. And then they just bought a new snake and was like, Hey, snake snakes back. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, potentially a snake got out and that's kind of crazy to just have because it was a big one. I couldn't tell you what kind of snake it was, but it wasn't like a small little guy. It was a pretty big one. And for it for that to just be loose in a in a school where I feel like he could have eaten a kid is kind of insane. (laughs) Like the kids are small enough to where like it could probably constrict one in the bathroom. And then you would come in and be like, Boyd. Little Jimothy's been gone for a while. Let's go check. We're trying to solve another one of the nap time murders. <laughs> Joe, speaking of bathrooms, when did you stop peeing with your pants all the way around your ankles? Oh, the, I'll tell you, the day I did it by accident at a urinal. So for people First who grade. people who aren't aware... There's a pivotal point in uh, people who have penises lives when they need to decide if you're putting your pants all the way down to pee or if you just sort of pull out your your bait and tackle. Yeah. And uh, some kids, to be funny, would just do it all the time because then, you know, you're fucking bare ass naked and it's hilarious. Or not even to be funny. <laughs> they just truly couldn't understand that that wasn't OK. So I remember only learning how to do it because i i think i was wearing i was i wasn't wearing like tidy whities i was wearing like briefs but i wasn't wearing boxers and i did it and i got made of made fun of for not wearing boxers and then from that point on i was like i guess i have to learn how to hold my pants up while i pee yeah i i remember my dad always impressing on me, like, if you go to a urinal, you don't take your pants off. If you go to a urinal, you don't take your pants off. And then one day in elementary school, I'm there, packed house, and I'm in between people, and my brain went, like, pull your pants down. And I did it, and no one did anything because we were all, you know, in first grade. Right. But I but I, I was like, I've made a mistake here, and never again. Hmm. I mean, hey, that's a little no, bit of – No, I did it. I did it last week. It was so I did it a year ago. <laughs> Wait, seriously? <laughs> I as a bit as an act I was um a little out of it. Sure. And I was at a movie theater and I was the only person in the bathroom and I like pulled my pants down way too far <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> and I pulled them back up. <laughs> But like I haven't told anybody that I blocked that memory. Out. Well, you were by yourself, so it's fine. It was fine, but I realized I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> some some primal instinct of like, mm, "Pants off, need pee." <laughs> no, my bathroom. <laughs> oh, hey, do you see? Um, Tiffany would like to know if we have any field, tr- any crazy field trip stories, or your most favorite field trip. Uh, probably zoos. I I don't have like anything specific, but I always loved going to zoos. We went to a, we just went to a dam. Sure. And that was just great because we kept saying dam. Dam, right. You get to say, yeah. I love this damn field trip. (laughs) When, when I played Simpsons hit and run as a kid and I went to the Springfield dam, oh, your boy was damming it up. You know what they have to do to a river? Damn it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't I can't remember any like super memorable like memorable field trip so. I feel like I feel like ideally your your field trips fade cuz most of the time if they're super memorable something bad happened. That's true. I have like, like I have like weird flashes of like Oh, I remember going to like a pumpkin patch and like, I remember going to like this specific zoo, but I don't remember anything from the day. I remember on the bus ride to the aquarium, um, Eddie told my dad who was chaperoning 
that he was going to come into our house at night and kill him with a machete. Interesting. And how's Eddie doing? Eddie- well, he's dead. <laughs> oh, machete? No, autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Interesting. Good for and Eddie. not a joke. <laughs> at least he went out doing what he loved. <sighs> Clearly. No, he, rough kid, rough childhood, oscillated between being like, that kid in elementary school that you were you liked hanging out with, and then they got really scary. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I just say somebody on the Patreon asked, uh, "What was your favorite cafeteria food?" Mine was the rectangle sheet shaped pizza or the smiley French fries, which is very funny. Whoa! Because we split the answer there, which is very funny. Uh, but they, this person Jessica also asked, "Remember in elementary school, kids would just randomly in class throw up out of nowhere. What was up with that?" Kids used to be throwing up, and they bring in the the sawdust. I've I remember sitting, uh, in, like used those orange chairs that, like, I don't know how they were legal because there's no way that was like supporting a child's back. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? It was like one piece. There was no support, and you just defaulted to sitting like this the whole time, which just makes kids want to lean back in them and then fall over. Yeah, we were sitting in those in third grade, and. Uh, uh, it was my it was like one of my first couple weeks in this class because we moved mid uh, school year, and uh, <laughs> some kid behind me puked and it splattered and got on my shoes, oh. and so I got to go home and I was like, "This is great! What a wonderful turn of events for old Josh over here." <laughs> but that was also I had really bad allergies as a kid. And I would just like be sitting in class with my eyes like completely just like Ugh. like <laughs> I can't see and I'm just constantly like because <laughs> I was a fucking idiot and didn't remember to take my allergy medication. And I got sent home probably like 10 times because I had to have my parents give me Zyrtec. Oh, my God. Oh, OK. So I didn't have beef like personally with this teacher. He was just the meanest teacher I ever had. His name was Mr. Dangerfield. <laughs> Rodney, interesting. He would do this thing where he would make us watch. I believe I mentioned this before. He on nine eleven, we had to turn off a video of him on like a proto America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, we would have this thing every year where if you did your homework every semester at the end of the semester, um, the kids who did all of their, if you like missed like two, you get a pizza party. Like okay. good kids. But if you miss nothing. You'd go to the roller rink and go roller skating for the entire day. And I put on a hat to show time has passed because that's right. My internet fucking dropped. What was finished? Whatever story you were saying, Joe. Yeah. My second grade teacher, Mr. Dangerfield, you know how you had that kid throw up on you and then in, in your shoes. That's right. We told the story an hour ago. Um, it's been an hour for us. <laughs> We had this thing where if you did all your homework, like all your all your homework for every semester, like the top kids, who, like if you forgot that one or two, party. pizza party. Dude, everything, okay. roller rink, party every semester. And okay. one day I showed up and um, he was collecting homework and I was like, I don't have my homework today. And he was like, he literally was like, well, I guess you're not doing the Hot Wheels party, which is Hot Wheels the place. I went every semester. Um. What a dick. Huge dick. And um, I don't know if he had a huge dick. I don't think he probably did. <laughs> uh, huge dick, small penis. And and then, ap- not like apropos of nothing, I started feeling sick. And mm-hmm. I was like, I've got to throw up. And he was like, no, you don't. <laughs> and I was like, I really do have to throw up. I'm in second grade, and I'm going to throw up wherever you, wherever I end up point and i am puking finally he let me go and i barely made it i threw up in a urinal that's when i pulled my pants all the way down yeah um and i went back and i was like i threw up i need to call my mom and he was like you only threw up because you were so upset that you didn't do your homework and i was like I can't even deal with this. I just threw up. I got to call my mom. I'm seven. Also, even if that's true, you still threw up. Yeah. 
Like, so I called my mom. She came and got me. I went. I came back the next day, and I turned the homework that I forgot to bring in, and and my mom had a note that was like, um, he did his homework. It was done, and because you refused you to let him go to the bathroom when he needed to throw up until he had to ask you three times, you're gonna accept it. So did you get to go to Hot Wheels? I went to Hot Wheels, baby. Let's I I went. I, I went, and Hot Wheels was great. I'd skate up to the guy, the DJ, and I'd be like, "Wouldn't you mind uh, if we could hear uh, No Strings Attached' by In Sync? I'll skate to that, and then I'm going to go post up by the Tekken Two machine." <laughs> That's awesome, Joe. So. I'm glad we got to wait an hour for that. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> there is a good chunk of film of me not knowing I'm being recorded. Okay. Um, I think I take a picture of myself on the screen to post later. Um, I And I noticed I was being recorded because I got an urge to pick my nose. And I looked up and I was like, hmm, I'm being recorded. So thank God I didn't masturbate. Yeah, that's for the bonus episode. You didn't exactly. want to exactly. Josh, you don't do you wanna... think after this we become better friends? Sure, we did have a lot in common. Surprisingly, we keep finding out more and more we have in common, and we'll find out more on the bonus episode. The bonus See episode later. for the AMA bonus episode for our Patreon subs. Oh, the boneheads! Well, patreon.com slash frjjpod. Bye. Yes, someone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.